on the floor. Now my jewelry box froze. Fuck a bowl, fuck a stove. Counted millions in a cold. Bad bitch, booted swole. Got her on bankroll. Can't fold, that's a no. Headshot, case closed. What is up, guys? It's Andy Frisella, and this is the show for the realists say goodbye to the lies, the thickness, and delusions of our society. Welcome to motherfucking reality, guys. Today we have a special midweek episode of Andy and DJ Cruise the motherfucking internet. That's what we're going to do. That's what CTI stands for, guys. It stands for Cruise the Internet. This is where we put up topics of the day on the screen. We speculate. That's what this show's about. It's about speculation. We speculate on what's true and what we think is not true. And then we talk about how we, the people, have to step up and solve some of these problems going on in the world. Now, other times you tune in, like on Mondays, you're going to get Q&AF. Now, Q&AF is pretty much a personal development show. If you don't know, personal development, business, entrepreneurship is the backbone of this podcast. Uh, started out as the MS CEO project almost 10 years ago, became Real AF in the end of 2019 because I recognized that there were some changes happening in culture that needed to be addressed. And if we didn't address those and fix those, we wouldn't have an opportunity to be successful or build businesses, okay? We have to have fertile soil to plant our seeds in so that they grow crops. And uh, so we have Q&AF, all right? And this is where you get to ask questions about business, winning, how to kick ass, entrepreneurship, whatever you got going on. You can throw some stuff in there really about anything, guys, life, and we'll pick some uh, to answer on the show. Now, you can submit your questions a couple different ways. The first way is... Guys, you can email your questions in to askandy at andyforsella.com. Or you can go on YouTube on those Monday episodes and go in the comments section, drop your question in the comments, and we'll pick some from there as well. Other times, you're going to get real talk. Real talk is just five to 20 minutes of me giving you some real talk, some stuff I think you need to hear, usually based around personal development. Uh, And then we have 75 Hard Verses. 75 Hard Verses is where people come on who have completed the 75 Hard program, talk about how their life was a shit show before and how they've got it under control now and how they've used the 75 Hard program to make that happen. 75 Hard is the initial phase of the Live Hard program that you can get for free at episode 208 on the audio feed only. There is a book on my website, andyforsella.com, called The Book on Mental Toughness. It is consistently sold out. Um, we have a new shipment here arriving, I think, in a couple days. Uh, so if you want one of those, that goes through the whole program, and it has a bunch of other chapters on mental toughness, why it's important, how you can apply it to your life, and how it can make your life better. Uh, you can grab that off the website. You don't have to. It's not necessary. You can get the program for free at episode 208 on the audio feed. And you're probably wondering, what about the full length? Uh, We've got a new format for full length that I'm going to announce very soon that I think you guys are really going to, I think you're really going to like it, actually. Uh, So we're kind of revamping that that format. But that's the show. Uh, You're going to notice I don't do ads on the show. I don't read ads. I don't take money from companies. Um, I just come on here and talk about stuff. And I don't want to be listening to some executive at some company tell me what I can and can't say. So I just don't do that. And in exchange, I have this thing I call the fee. The fee is very simple. It means share the show, all right? If it makes you think, if it makes you laugh, it helps you with your skill set, if it shines a light on what's going on in the world, if it helps you be better, please share the show. Um, We are constantly being throttled and traffic banned and shadow banned or whatever you want to call it, especially on our video platforms. Um, So it's important that you guys share the show. So uh, don't be a hoe. Share the show. All right, what's up? What's going on, man? Oh, not much. Yeah, I thought we. You know, uh, it's important people fight censorship like that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, it's interesting how we can talk about what, like, we can talk all the personal development we want, and and it gets tons of traffic. Yeah. But the minute we start talking about what's actually going on in the world, no traffic. The problems preventing you from being personally. It's ridiculous, man. Yeah. So we really need your guys' help to get this out. You know, um, you know, do us a solid. You guys do a great job of it, but just a reminder, you know, do Mm -hmm. a solid. Share it out. Yeah, for sure. Anyway, man. what's up, man? Yeah, man. I wanted to get into, uh, you know, I thought it'd be, be good to start off with a little Andy Damas. Oh, really? Um, and the crazy One thing is- One of my is, favorite segments. Yeah. Well, the thing about this, man, is like it's it's not something that you said a year ago. It's not something you said two years ago. You literally just said this shit yesterday. Oh, yeah? And then here it is. What is it? Let's bring it up. Let's talk about it. Uh, guys, have you guys seen this headline? Headline reads, Biden's AI plan to censor- you revealed researchers say Americans can't tell fact from fiction. Now we just discussed yesterday how this whole AI thing and all the pedo stuff 
how they're going to start using AI as the defense mechanism and saying, oh, well, that's just AI. Why don't we just plug in what I said yesterday right here? Yeah, we can do that. It's interesting. You know, I was thinking about this. I don't know if I mentioned this on the show, but did you see the Taylor Swift AI thing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where they there was like a bunch of nudes mm-hmm. AI or something, right, bro? And that became a like a massive story, okay. And it got me thinking, like, are they pushing that story? Now this might be a little tinfoil, but dude, I don't know, man. These people, you know, I I I thought this through a little bit. If you if you knew that there was all kinds of evidence of you and your friends doing fucked up shit with children that was going to come out. Wouldn't it make sense to put out a story with the world's biggest celebrity with fake nudes and fake voices and things like this so that when the evidence actually came to the surface, you could say, well, dude, that's just AI. That's fake. That's not real. Hmm. I didn't see any, I didn't see anybody say that. And it's like that's what I that's my first thought when it came out with that story is like, dude, these people are all this is why they're hiding all this Epstein shit. Notice they haven't said shit about the Epstein shit since the beginning of January. No. And they're all they're all implicated potentially. All right? And if they're all implicated if they're all allegedly allegedly mm-hmm. implicated, wouldn't it make sense for them to push this story and then try so that they have like something to say whenever the stuff actually comes out? And, and so we got that. So that was yesterday. You said that yesterday. All right. And then this comes out uh, today into fruition. Let's dive into this. Um, so this is a New York Post article. It says it all starts. So Twitter's censorship of the Hunter Biden laptop story in 2020 could soon be possible on an industrial scale. Thanks to AI tools being built with funding from his father's administration. A report from Republicans on the House Judiciary Committee claimed Tuesday. The report reveals how the Biden administration is spending millions on artificial intelligence research designed to make anti, quote, misinformation, end quote, tools, which could then be passed to social media giants. And it discloses how researchers who got funding for the plan known as, quote, track F, emailed each other to say that Americans could not tell fact from fiction online and that conservatives and veterans were even more susceptible than the public at large. The report was published by the House Judiciary Committee's subcommittee on the weaponization of government, which is chaired by Jim Jordan. It casts new light on how funding from the National Sciences Foundation is being given to elite institutions, including Massachusetts Institute of Technology, or MIT, Uh, the University of Madison, Wisconsin, and the University of Michigan for a program called, quote, Trust and Authenticity and Communication System. So Track F, it's saying, was launched to identify misinformation and create education and training materials for those with vulnerabilities to disinformation methods. That's a larger, uh, it's part of a larger initiative, the Convergence Accelerator Program that aims to solve issues with significant national impact by finding high-level research and which was quietly launched in 2021. Now, I got a couple of quotes here I want to share before we get into this, all right? So so an MIT, one of the MIT researchers, okay, uh, he told NSF officials, quote, broad swaths of the public cannot effectively sort truth from fiction online, all right? And then he calls out military veterans, older adults, military families, and those in rural and indigenous communities as particularly vulnerable to believing misinformation. So the exact people who would be calling this stuff out as real would be susceptible to not know that it's real or that it's not not real. Continue. <laughs> um, at the University of Michigan, one researcher who received millions suggested one possible outcome of the research was outsourcing content moderation decisions from social media platforms to government officials, which means if an image comes out that shows some interesting things, it would be the government who would tell you whether or not it was true or not, even if it was the government that is involved in the pictures. So in theory, if some pictures were to come out of a famous individual, Mm -hmm. an actor, Mm -hmm. a sports figure, a politician, a CEO, that show them in a compromising position, the government could just tell us all, well, that's AI, that's not real. Correct, because they would be the officiating 
authority on the matter. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because so, we're too, we're not able to. So it's interesting yeah. how they talk about, you know, veterans, conservatives, military families, people who, in rural communities. You mean all the people who aren't <laughs> buying the progressive agenda. So everybody that doesn't agree with them is now misinformed mm-hmm. without any evidence or case made or, you know, hey, this is why you're misinformed. Here's the actual truth. And here's why it is the actual truth. They're just saying you're misinformed. Correct. Okay. And isn't it funny? Because we shared a couple of AI pictures that were posted by people who are on the progressive left that tried that, you know, that thought this was completely real. It turns out the picture was fact checked and was AI yeah. generated. But those yeah. were not conservatives or military veterans or so so dude i think people should really think about how dangerous this really is and what we're getting into we're getting into a situation where the government is trying to create a control mechanism around truth okay truth is truth truth is not decided based around someone else's agenda or what they're trying to accomplish or what they're trying to put through in society just because that's what they want to do doesn't make it true. Mm-hmm. And when we think about like what this means for humanity, especially here in America, this means that anybody who disagrees with the government in any way, shape, or form is likely to be told, well, that's just bad information. That's just not true. And we see this every day with uh, KGJP, mm-hmm. who goes up on the White House uh, press secretary stage and gives us a line of shit clearly lying to our face, clearly telling us things that aren't true. She gets caught all the time. The media gets caught all the time. All these people are lying and we all know it. And so now they're trying to make regulations around this legally so that they can be legally correct and we can be illegally spreading misinformation. So if we even talk about what's actually going on, we would be breaking their laws. Mm Mm-hmm. That's of spreading misinformation. You understand how dangerous that is? Like, do you guys understand that? This is beyond censorship. This is total control of a narrative because their narrative is falling apart. This is a move of desperation. This is a move of we don't know what else to do. And hopefully, uh, some people wake up and stop this. But I, you know, what's the what's the temperature on that? Yeah, I mean. I- <clears throat> I mean, if we go back, what was that, about a year ago, two years ago, we had the... Uh, I mean, they're clearly going to be implicated in a bunch of stuff. And they're just trying to prepare for yeah, it. Yeah, and they're going to yeah. say, that's not us. That's not true. That's AI. That's fake. And we you know can't tell. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Well, I mean, here's the thing, too, though. I mean, you know, if you go back, you know, in the last two years, we've, we had that... Uh, remember Nina De- uh, Jankowitz, mm-hmm. the disinformation? Yeah. Mary Poppins. Right. Like, we've had these type of things that came up. This is just the first time that it's specific to AI, yeah, right? And we talk about it all the time, guys, like AI does need regulation, 100%, yeah. because again, like, you know, that post that we shared a couple of weeks ago, posting the picture of Trump with the young girls, like that's an AI-generated photo. Yeah. There needs to be regulation, right? Um, or even all the pictures that came out of, like, you know, the Trump arrest, right? And he's in, you know, the orange jumpsuit and shit. Like, there has to be regulation. I don't disagree with that. But who regulates it? Who gets to decide that? Those are the questions that I want to ask and I want answered. You know, because if, if the government is going to be responsible and the sole authority to tell what's truth and not truth. Like we have problems. AI, in my opinion, is already out of the bag. Mm -hmm. And the problem, I think it's been here longer than we think too. Yeah, of course they've been using it forever. They, I believe that the reason that they brought it to the light and the public is because they needed to cover their tracks with all this stuff that's been going on in terms of, you know, their affiliations with Jeffrey Epstein and, you know, these crimes that they've been committing, they need AI to be prevalent in society so that they can cover up any of the evidence that comes out. So that's my take on it. But I mean, at a larger scale, I mean, AI is already out of the bag, dude. And the problem is, is like I said back, you know, when when it first started coming out, like November uh, 22, as I believe we started talking about it, Nobody's thinking of the ramifications of what this is going to mean to human beings. And so they introduce this stuff and all the marketers and all the business people who are high greed individuals are adopting the technology because they can make more money, not thinking what it could actually do to humanity. And so now we've got all these companies 
and all these people and all these things built around AI, and it's only getting worse and worse and worse and worse and worse. I mean, we're having companies lay off and, you know, entire call centers, entire staffs, eliminate jobs because AI can do the job. And that's a problem, especially whenever we think about what AI is going to do when it's it's uh, paired with robotics, which Elon's talking about a billion robots in 2040. Like, what 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 do you think is going to happen to humanity, dude? And uh, And people will say, well, everybody will be able to live their life and they won't have to work. That's not true, dude. That's not true. That's not what's going to happen. You're not going to have any opportunity to actually build any sort of success or wealth in your life. You're going to have to take what you get and everybody's going to be poor because the people that are making these rules are greedy as fuck. So you're going to have two extreme classes. You're going to have an extreme, extreme wealth power class, and then you're going to have an extreme poverty class. And most people are going to be in the, in the extreme poverty class, you know, 99% of people. Yeah. So it's very dangerous and they're using people's greed to implement the technology and have been. And it's just disturbing, dude. It's, you know, it's the internet started this, you know, when the internet came around, they didn't regulate the internet. They didn't make rules around the internet. That's had a ton of ramifications that have been negative on society. You know, you have companies like Amazon that uh, weren't required to collect sales tax for a number of years, which gave them a massive advantage over brick-and-mortar retail. So you have a company who employs far less people than the entire scope of brick-and-mortar retail, getting a 10, an 8 to 10% advantage in price over brick-and-mortar retail because they don't have to collect that tax. And so what they did was they lowered the price. Brick-and-mortar retail couldn't compete and people don't really remember this because it was a long time ago. What happened so quick? Dude, for the first 10 years of Amazon, Amazon was a price platform, mm-hmm. not convenience. Right. Okay? And so we have this situation where the, this is just an example of how the internet has been damaging. We have this situation where the internet has punished middle America and made it harder for them to compete in their brick-and-mortar retail environments and then rewarded a company like Amazon that employs far less people as the collective whole of brick and mortar, all right? And now you have Bezos, who's one of the richest dudes in the world, who, you know, builds these state-of-the-art centers in the slums of Tijuana, mm-hmm. right? Like, there's not a lot of giving back happening here in proportion to the wealth accumulated. So now we have a big problem. It's almost like a big monopoly that's been formed that isn't being broken up or isn't being... Uh, challenge in any way, shape, or form because he's donating money to the right people. And um, yeah, where's that redistribution? Yeah, dude. And then we talk about the internet on top of that. And by the way, like you can't fault Bezos, bro. Like he fucking took advantage of the opportunity and he was really fucking smart. This is not a personal attack on Bezos, uh, but this is the stating of the facts. Okay. That was bad for small town, Main Street America. Um, And then you have a situation where like, the internet wasn't regulated in terms of the censorship, right? Section 230. These these internet platforms, social media platforms, were allowed to capture the entire small, uh, the conversation of the entire country, the, the town square of, of the country, so to speak. Yeah. And they don't abide by the same rules that the country does. So they're allowed to censor, they're allowed to delete, they're allowed to throttle your traffic, they're allowed to deplatform, you know, and... We've become even used to that now because they've been doing it for three or four years. You know, like we have to fucking, which by the way, we're not going to do anymore, but we've had to fucking like, like you guys have noticed, like bleep out words so that we can try to get into the algorithm and shit. Like, dude, that's not right. That's not how this should be. And those rules should have never been established because nobody was thinking at the time what was actually going to happen. And now we don't have a government that will change the rules because they're all in on the take because these companies have become so powerful and so rich that they are paying and lobbying for all of these people to vote on their side. And by the way, the Democrats love it because all these tech companies are on their side with the way that they censor. So if you're with them, you can say whatever you want. If you're not with them, you can't say shit. And that's been happening for years. The fact that the, the, the pendulum is swinging back towards common sense and then conservatism is actually, in my opinion, a result of their censorship because people have gotten so tired of having these companies thumb on top of their necks that they're like, fuck, I'm not with this anymore. We're seeing this with the black communities, right? Mm-hmm. We're seeing this with all 
the communities that have traditionally voted Democrat are starting to recognize what's actually going on. And, um, you know, this situation with AI is just another example of them utilizing technology to cover their tracks and gain a leverage on the people. Yeah. Yeah, 100%. Man, guys, jump in on this conversation down in the comments. Let us know what you guys think. That being said, let's get into our first headline. Remember, guys, if you want to see any of these pictures, articles, links, videos, go to andyforsella.com. You guys can find them linked there. With that being said, headline number one. Headline number one reads, Trump is not immune from prosecution in his 2020 election interference case, U.S. appeals courts say. Now, this one's lighting up the Internet. Everybody's talking about it. Um, and a lot of people, I see a, f- a few people, bro, just kind of freaking out a little bit. It's not that it's not that serious, not that deep. It's okay. Everything's fine for right now. He's freaking out. Yeah, just a few of the, you know, T-shirt sellers. You know what I'm saying? Can you believe this? Like, relax. Yeah. It's all right. Yeah. <laughs> we'll be okay. Let's dive into this a little bit. Uh, so a federal appeals panel unanimously rejected former President Donald Trump's immunity claims Tuesday, ruling he can stand trial on charges he's uh, he illegally plotted to overturn the 2020 presidential election. In a 57-page decision, the three judges um, on the D.C. U.S. Circuit Court of Appeals concluded that Trump, who's 77 years old, does not enjoy complete immunity from prosecution. Quote, we cannot accept former President Trump's claim that a president has unbounded authority to commit crimes that would neutralize the most fundamental check on executive power, the recognition and implementation of election results, the court wrote. Uh, Trump's legal team had pitched two main arguments to the court. The first one, uh, that the former president was immune from prosecution because his 2020 election machinations uh, pertain to his official duties. Uh, The judges rejected that claim, finding, quote, properly understood the separation of powers doctrine may immunize lawful discretionary acts, but does not bar the federal criminal prosecution of a former president for every official act. Quote, legislators and judges are absolutely immune from civil suits for any official conduct. Uh, Legislators have an explicit constitutional immunity from criminal prosecution arising from the constitutional speech or debate clause, they added. Nevertheless, legislators and judges can be criminally prosecuted under generally applicable laws for their official acts consistent with the separation of powers doctrine. Um, So Trump's alleged efforts to remain in power despite losing the 2020 election were, if proven, an unprecedented assault on the structure of our government, the judges continued. Quote, he allegedly injected himself into a process in which the president has no role. The second argument held that Trump's impeachment by the House of Representatives following the January 6, 2021 Capitol riot meant that the current prosecution led by special counsel Jack Smith amounted to double jeopardy. That was the second claim. Um, The judges again rejected that argument, finding that, quote, Trump's stance would collapse our system of separated powers by placing the president beyond the reach of all three branches. Quote, presidential immunity against federal indictment would mean that as to the president, the Congress could not legislate, the executive could not prosecute, and the judiciary could not review. Uh, Quote, former President Trump's reliance on the double jeopardy clause is misplaced. Impeachment is not a criminal process and cannot result in criminal punishment, the panel found. Um, and everybody's on it. AP News is on it. CNN is also on it. Their headline reads, Court Rules Trump Does Not Have Immunity from 2020 Election uh, Subversion Prosecution. Um, but here's the thing. What happens next? What does this mean? What's the bottom line here? And uh, really all this means is that this just fast tracks the case to the Supreme Court. They will have the ultimate deciding factor. That's all they basically did. That's how I read it. It's like it's kind of like they didn't want like they had to make a ruling. It had to be unanimous. They didn't want to just go all in and be too quick or just say, yeah, now we're sitting on our hands, not saying nothing. They fast tracked this entire case to the Supreme Court. Um, so the Supreme Court, um, Trump's going to ask them to, to block the immunity ruling, giving him until Monday to file an emergency stay request with the court, which I expect him to do um, here shortly. And anyway, what do we got on this? I don't know. You know, it makes me I think people should be concerned about the legitimacy of the courts, considering what just happened with uh, Jean Carroll mm-hmm. and Trump. Yeah. You know, where they awarded this woman eighty three million dollars when she has fucking clearly said in court that he never even touched her. Right. Well, that's one thing two people didn't understand. Like 
there's the civil law and there's criminal law. Trump was not found guilty of anything. They're not guilty in civil law. He was found liable, right? Which means, okay, well, you hurt her feelings. Doesn't matter what you did. You hurt her feelings. She felt hurt. All right, you got to give her money, right? He never. There was eighty three no, million dollars. Eighty three million dollars. But again, like when you start diving in, like you said, I mean, can we really trust the court systems? When you dive in and see who that judge is connected to and who she's connected to, yeah, who paid for that? Whole I would expect trial, them to prosecute him for this. You know. You know, and then like that brings up all the other questions. What about, are we just going to ignore all the footage from J6? Are we just going to pretend like that doesn't exist? Well, that's the thing. Show me one person. We have all of these J6 defendants, right, that have been convicted and charged and are in prison right now. Where is, find me one person that has been charged and convicted with insurrection. Well, not only that, bro. There's not one. How about this? Where's the rest of the video footage? Yeah. Okay. Where is the, why are we not talking about how Nancy Pelosi denied 20,000 troops to, re- to maintain order there. At Trump's request. You know, and I mean, why are we, we're like, look, bro, there's so many lies about January 6th that have become accepted as truth. And you can see it when you talk to people who have bought into it. Mm-hmm. They're like, dude, J6 was insurrection and that is it. They won't even look at anything. They won't listen to anything. They won't look at anything. Like they don't understand any of the like intricacies or nuances of what happened there where we had, a number of FBI agents in the crowd, which has been confirmed. We had 12,000 hours of footage where they only released like two hours total, okay? And in that footage that they did release, we see people who were arrested being unhandcuffed and then fist bumping the FBI. We have all of this fake shit where we have, you know, people walking through the ropes and the police letting them in and the police opening the doors and all of this shit. You know, and people won't look at that stuff because they want to believe that Trump did these things when in reality, dude, I watched it on TV and so did you. I saw exactly what happened. Mm -hmm. He fucking went on Twitter during when the shit started getting out of hand and said, everybody go home. And they deleted the tweet. Yeah. Yeah. He's put out like two two tweets. Yeah. Yeah. You know, like, dude, this this is this. What's happening here is scary, dude. Like, it's it should be concerning because. If they can do this to Donald Trump, the president of the United States, what can they do to you? What will they do to you? That's what they're going to do, too, to every single person who stands out against their narrative, who stands out against what they say. They are going to punish. They're going to put him in jail. And, dude, (laughs) in reality, when we talk about what's going to happen to people who have resisted these people is eventually when they get full control, they kill those people. That's what they do. Mm-hmm. This has happened over and over and over again. This happened in the Bolshevik Revolution. This has happened every single time communists have pulled a revolution. They pull all the resistance. They pull all the people who can think. They pull all the people who have any sort of valuable skill set who are intelligent, and they fucking kill them. And they do that because they don't want any resistance to their plan because they know that their plan is completely off base, and the only people that will ever believe it are just subservient slave class people. You see what I'm saying? Absolutely, man. This is history. This isn't like, oh, Andy's just making this up. Like, if you go study anything that's happened in the last hundred years regarding communists and what they've done, it always ends up with millions of people dead. And the people that they kill are the people who don't believe what they're selling, which goes into our first topic of the AI thing. You know what I mean? Oh, who, who doesn't, who's susceptible to misinformation? Oh, conservatives, veterans, people on the right, like, well, ever so everybody disagrees with you is misinformed. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? Right. Like, bro, this should worry people. And if you're a Democrat or you're someone who votes this way, you need to wake up and realize that your party has been hijacked. Your party has been corrupted and they are going full communist with what they're doing. And if you continue to let your ego stand with those people, eventually you're going to be the one that's like, damn, this is fucked up, but you won't have anybody to stand with because all the rest of the people will be, have been eliminated. Yeah. 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 I mean, I, I think we're going to get to a point too, man. It's like, you know, what, like Trudeau said, like, what do we do with these people? Right. First it was about the, They're already the vaccinations, yeah. right? When this stuff starts rolling out and we start seeing these images get released, they're implicating these type of people, those misinformed people, that'll be the next narrative. What do we do with these people? Well, it makes you wonder, what do they plan on doing with those people? And why are they they letting in millions and millions of people? What do they plan on doing with the people that are already here? You see what I'm saying? 
Like, dude, if you study, I hate that this stuff makes so much sense. Yeah, like, but dude, I hate that if it, you that... study history of any sort, dude, and just go back and look at what happened in every single communist revolution that's happened, this is the exact same thing. This is like people, like last night I posted this clip from sixty Minutes that talked about how this uh, this guy down on the border has, I guess, a ranch, and he was being interviewed by sixty Minutes and. There was a bunch of migrants who basically cut down his trees, messed up his land, uh, littered everywhere, left it completely, like, ruined. Mm-hmm. She she used the word moonscape. And that's what it looked like. It was dust and rocks. Like, all the trees were gone. And this guy went to try to defend his property and get these people off his property, and they arrested him. And this goes back to what I've been trying to tell you guys. Like, you're going to go on vacation, and you're going to come home. And there's going to be a migrant family living in your home. And, and if you try to kick them out, they're going to arrest you. Mm-hmm. What are you going to do at that point? And that, that, that's not a partisan issue. Like you guys who vote for Democrats and stand with Democrats so fiercely, what are you going to do when these people are living in your house? And I'll you can't you, do it. I'll tell you what they're going to do. Not a goddamn thing. That's right. <laughs> Nothing. That's no, what they're going to do. They're going to lose all their shit. And then still find some way to be to make it virtuous. <coughs> no, they'll. Oh, find did you some, give up your? I gave up my home to a migrant family. They'll find some way to blame Donald Trump or blame conservatives or blame like these people are refusing to see reality. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, they man. they just want to say Trump bad, conservatives bad, veterans bad, guns bad, all that stuff's bad, bigotry, racist, massage. They're so caught up in the. In the in the Kool Aid, yeah, that they can't even recognize what's happening, dude, and they don't understand. Like you guys are going to get to a point where you will snap out of it. You will wake up, and when you wake up, there's a good chance that everybody else who's been trying to wake you up, that you've been attacking and hating and you know calling names for the last ten years, you're going to wish those people were around. They're not going to be around. This is very dangerous. Yeah. Yeah, guys, jump in on this conversation. Let us know down in the comments. Uh, we got actually got a little migrant stuff coming up a little bit later, but uh, yeah. let's cruise some comments. Uh, this comment comes from at David L. W. Kane. It says, can I apply to be a wood chipper operator for the big show? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I thought about like, like who, who's, who's going to press the button? Like who turns, like, you know, who works the, I don't I mean, know, bro, I, don't know I think, work. I think we should offer it to the victims mm, they should get first like yeah, first if they uh, want to and if they don't if they don't want to then we got somebody who can do it all right you know mm-hmm. i like the idea of getting that guy from the california prisons who's killing all the pedophiles as mm-hmm. like the main operator he seems like a character yeah bro did you see what uh kazakistan just did so, oh yeah where they're cutting off people's penises that molest kids because they said the chemical castration wasn't harsh enough yeah so now they're surgically yeah they're cutting off pedophiles dicks i like it i like it i'd too. go for that Huh? Yeah, I'm up for that, bro. Look, man, you gotta you gotta figure out a way to stop it. That's how it's got to be stopped. That's what they. That's exactly what they said. Yeah, they said there's the only way you stop it. Um, yeah. So, David. Yeah, I mean, you know, listen, we'll probably put some applications out there. Yeah. Um, yeah, appreciate the interest. If you got any experience in uh, working in machines and stuff, good benefits. <laughs> Missouri's not. Where would we yeah. host it? Where do we host, like? Where would it would have to be in a White House, right? Like I, I like White House. This, I picture this out in the front of the White House, dude. Mm. That's where I picture it. Bro, and then turn that shit to compost and use it to like I'm just feed saying the, the man. rose garden. I'm just saying, like that that's how when I that's picture this, bro, deal, bro. I picture this right out in the front. <laughs> like right out in the yard, man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, man. Guys, we appreciate you guys commenting. As always, man. Thank you guys. Um let's keep this cruise moving. We got headline number two. Headline number two reads. Johnson shuts door on swift consideration of Senate border deal. So it's dead in the water. It's done. Um, we don't know really, really know what that means just yet. So let's dive through this. Uh, Speaker Mike Johnson warned Saturday that the House won't rush to pass a Senate border foreign aid deal and will instead take up a standalone bill for Israel aid next week. The decision by House Republicans comes as a bipartisan group of Senate negotiators are expected this weekend to release the text of their deal which would link more funding for Ukraine, Israel, and Taiwan to new border security measures. Um, so it appears that the the deal is going to be done, right? Um, but let, let's check in with our warmongers and see how they're doing. 
Uh, we got a uh, headline reads, Schumer warns U.S. troops will be sent to fight Russians if border bill is not passed. I saw him say that. So if we don't secure our border, yeah, we gotta go fight Russia. Yeah, he sat. He sat on the. I got the clip. Oh, you do? <laughs> oh yeah, I yeah, got. He the clip. sits there with his glasses on his nose, like a disgust dude. Yeah, let's dive into it. Yeah, Have so- some respect, by the way. How about this? How about take off your fucking readers when you're addressing the country? I mean, not not like you're some turd ball. Well, I guess that's what he is. He is a turd ball. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, so yeah. So, so either it's either it's either give. Pass the bill, which includes $60 billion to Ukraine, or we go fight Russia. Here's the clip. Also, like $15 million to Israel. Mm-hmm. Billion. Not million. Mm-hmm. We're at a turning point in America. This bill is crucial, and history will look back on it and say, did America fail itself? Why is it crucial? Well, if we don't aid uh, Ukraine, Putin will be walk all over Ukraine. We will lose the war. And we could be fighting in Eastern Europe in a NATO ally in a few years. Americans won't like that. If we don't help Israel defend itself against Hamas, that perpetual right. war will go we won't. on and on and on. We won't be doing it, bro. That's what you don't get. We're not fighting your wars anymore. Mm-mm. We're not doing this shit anymore. We're not sending our kids over to fucking Kazakhstan, Ukraine, or whatever the fuck, and for them to die for your money, for you to steal our money. These guys are out of touch, bro. They don't understand. Completely out of touch. Against Hamas, that perpetual war will go on and on and on. If we don't help humanitarian aid to the starving Palestinians in Gaza, hundreds of thousands could starve. And the border, everyone has said it's chaos. A speaker, you just saw Speaker Johnson. He said it's Mm -hmm. chaos. We have to do something legislative a few months ago. But what has happened, in answer your question, so this is crucial for America. It's a turning point. History is going to look over our shoulders and say, did we rise to the occasion? To his credit, Mitch McConnell did. But too many Republicans, yeah. including Speaker Johnson, are just scared to death of Donald Trump. Donald Trump has said he wants chaos. Donald Trump has said, well, wait till I become president. That'll take at least a year. Ukraine could be gone. The border will get much worse. War in the Middle East will get worse, maybe bringing bringing us into it. He's doing it all for political reasons. And let me just say, will senators, the crucial question, the $64,000 question, the majority of Republican senators know this bill is the right thing to do. It's a compromise. I don't like everything in it. Neither does McConnell. But it's a compromise. That's the only way you get things important done in the Senate. We proved that two years ago in our bipartisan legislation. And will the senators drown out the political noise from Trump and his minions and do mm-hmm. the right thing for America? It's a crucial question. History will, is looking down on every one of us right now. Oh. <clears throat> I, I got a question. Hold on. History, was been, history has been looking down on you. And it's been seeing you lie for the last number of years. We saw you guys put fake candlelight visual out for January 6th and pretend like it was 9-11 or it was World War II D-Day or Pearl Harbor. And we saw you guys do that. We saw, we, we saw it. We understand what you're doing. You're trying to paint the history books just like you're writing the textbooks now as if COVID was this ultra deadly crazy shit that was like the spanish flu in 1980 the problem with this is dude we don't know what to believe and not to believe from history how long has this been going on how long have people just been doing whatever they want and then writing the history to be whatever they want Mm -hmm. how long has that been going on because we see you guys doing this we see what you're doing and this idea of oh we're on the right side of history were you on the right side of history when you censored ivermectin out which was an actual therapeutic to COVID, and then people died because of that? Were you on the right side of history when George Floyd died of a fucking fentanyl overdose and then we burnt the whole country down and you lied to an entire population of Americans? Are you on the right side of history when 10,000 children have been murdered and since October 7th in fucking Palestine? Are you on the right side of history? You see what I'm saying? We can go on and on and on. These people always say this. This is what they always say. When we say we wouldn't wear the mask, you're on the wrong side of history. No, you're on the wrong side of history, and you've been on the wrong side of history with COVID, with George Floyd, with Ukraine, with all these things that keep coming out. You are always on the wrong side, and they gaslight us to make us feel like we're on the wrong side. 
These people are criminals. They're tyrants. They don't give a shit about us. And I'm not talking about us conservatives or whatever you think I am. I'm not even a conservative. I'm a regular common sense human being. They don't give a shit about us, the peasants. And the longer that we continue to argue and bicker and fight with each other, they're going to continue to take advantage of it and steal everything from us. Our opportunity, our money, our happiness, our peace. They're taking everything. We're never getting those years back from COVID. They took two years of your life, two years of your kid's life. We're not getting that back. How are we getting that back? You see what I'm saying? Yeah. So like, dude, I'm tired of these old miserable bags of shit telling us that we're on the wrong side of history when clearly all they're doing, if you have any common sense at all, is they're creating money, money laundering operation after money laundering operation after money laundering operation. They're inflating the currency, making shit hard on the American people, making it so they can't pay their bills, they can't survive, and these people are flying off in their private jets, bro, not giving a single fuck about you or me. I'm sick of this, dude. Yeah, yeah you know, my, my, my question, and this is how you know it's proof that this is nothing more but, but, but laundering fucking taxpayer dollars. How much money have we given Ukraine already? Over a hundred billion dollars, almost two hundred billion dollars. How right? how how good of a wall could that have built? Well, not only that, Andy. Why haven't they won yet? Because it's over. <laughs> like, They're just not reporting it. We gave them a hundred. Do you notice how much they don't report on the actual status of the war? Do you notice how the people who report the truth about the war somehow end up missing or dead? Mm-hmm. Like that American reporter that was just quote-unquote, passed away in a Ukrainian prison, and he's out here saying, dude, the war's over. Mm-hmm. All the Ukrainians' men are killed. Yeah, Russia's doing whatever they want. And now you have Tucker Carlson over in... Uh... Got that. Oh, you got that? Okay, oh, yeah, good. I got that. I want to talk about that. Yeah, yeah, All right, yeah. We'll talk about that in a minute. But yeah, just just on this migrant. So the, so the bill looks like it's going to be done. Um, you know, and, and But this migrant thing, you still got these weird flames that are trying to get stoked. Like you got in New York, Governor Huckle... Um, she's relaxing the job requirements for these illegal immigrants to get government jobs, right? Just a lot of like just stuff that doesn't make sense. But I do have some good news. Uh, coming from a leading report down in Texas, uh, since Texas gained control of the Park and Eagle Pass, illegal crossings have decreased from thousands or tens of thousands a day to just three a day. Three people. That's three too many. That's still three too fucking many. Yeah. But since they've gained control, that's what we've got. Out of all that money they sent over to Ukraine and all that money they're sending all over the world, what could they have done at the board? See, they don't want to solve that problem. That's what people don't understand. They have no desire to solve this problem at the border at all. They want it to continue because they want to naturalize those people because they understand, they, there's a bunch of reasons they want to do it. But the main reason they want to do it is because they understand that a ton of their base has become disenfranchised with their lies and their manipulation. And they recognize what's going on. And they are going to vote differently than what they have historically voted. And these people need those votes. So they're trying to import as many people as they can. And between now and the election, they're going to make a big push for these people to be able to vote. All right. If you're an American citizen, you should be furious about what they're doing. They gave $600 to the victims of the Maui fires. They're giving these uh, people crossing the border thousands of dollars. Mm-hmm. They're giving them cell phones. Flights. Flights. Bro, they're put... How many Americans are on the street right now homeless? Millions. And they don't care. They don't care. How many emergency shelters did Adam set up for that? Listen, man, every single one of these people... Their interest is not with us. We have to understand this. Yeah. Yeah. And accept that. As, like that that's yes, the truth. They, they have zero interest in, in doing anything for the American people at all. In fact, every single thing they do is against the American people intentionally. Well, and then they go up there and smile and act like they're not doing it. Mm-hmm. And you want it, and then these people want to control the narrative with the truth. You see what I'm saying? Right. Right. This is fucking dangerous, bro. Yeah, man. Guys, jump in on this conversation down in the comments. Let us know what you guys think. With that being said, let's get to our third and final headline. Headline number three. Headline number three reads, 
Tucker Carlson claims he's interviewing Vladimir Putin because Americans are not informed about the war in Ukraine, despite paying for it in ways they don't understand. Uh, Daily Mail article reading, uh, Tucker Carlson has confirmed he is in Moscow to interview Vladimir Putin because, quote, Americans are not informed about the war in Ukraine, he said on Tuesday. The former Fox host announced on X on Tuesday that he would be publishing an interview with the Russian Despo following widespread speculation after he was pictured leaving the Kremlin in Moscow on Monday. Uh, Carlson said the interview would air unedited on his website without a paywall and on X, making him the first American to interview Putin since Russia invaded Ukraine in 2022. Quote, two years into a war that's reshaping the entire world. Most Americans are not informed, the podcaster said about the war in Ukraine. Quote, they have no real idea what's happening in this region, but they should know. They're paying for much of it in ways that they might not fully perceive. It's not clear whether the interview has already happened or when it will air at all. But um, here's some of the pictures that got leaked of him um, leaving the Kremlin. Um, him at some type of symphony or orchestra or something like that. Um, and here's a clip of uh, Tucker Carlson himself. We're in Moscow tonight. We're here to interview the president of Russia, Vladimir Putin. We'll be doing that soon. There are risks to conducting an interview like this, obviously. So we thought about it carefully over many months. Here's why we're doing it. First, because it's our job. We're in journalism. Our duty is to inform people. Two years into a war that's reshaping the entire world, most Americans are not informed. They have no real idea what's happening in this region, here in Russia or 600 miles away in Ukraine. But they should know. They're paying for much of it in ways they might not fully yet perceive. The war in Ukraine is a human disaster. It's left hundreds of thousands of people dead, an entire generation of young Ukrainians, and it's depopulated the largest country in Europe. But the long-term effects are even more profound. This war has utterly reshaped the global military and trade alliances. And the sanctions that followed have as well. And in total, they have upended the world economy. The post-World War II economic order, the system that guaranteed prosperity in the West for more than 80 years, is coming apart very fast. And along with it, the dominance of the US dollar. These are not small changes. They are history-altering developments. They will define the lives of our grandchildren. Most of the world understands this perfectly well. They can see it. Ask anyone in Asia or the Middle East what the future looks like. And yet the populations of the English-speaking countries seem mostly unaware. They think that as nothing has really changed. And they think that because no one has told them the truth. Their media outlets are corrupt. They lie to their readers and viewers. And they do that mostly by omission. For example, since the day the war in Ukraine began, American media outlets have spoken to scores of people from Ukraine, and they have done scores of interviews with Ukrainian President Zelensky. We ourselves have put in a request for an interview with Zelensky, and we hope he accepts. But the interviews he's already done in the United States are not traditional interviews. They are fawning pep sessions, specifically designed to amplify Zelensky's demand that the U.S. enter more deeply into a war in Eastern Europe and pay for it. That is not journalism. It is government propaganda, propaganda of the ugliest kind, the kind that kills people. At the same time, our politicians and media outlets have been doing this, promoting a foreign leader like he's a new consumer brand. Not a single Western journalist has bothered to interview the president of the other country involved in this conflict, Vladimir Putin. Most Americans have no idea why Putin invaded Ukraine or what his goals are now. They've never heard his voice. That's wrong. Americans have a right to know all they can about a war they're implicated in. And we have the right to tell them about it because we are Americans too. Freedom of speech is our birthright. We were born with the right to say what we believe. That right cannot be taken away no matter who is in the White House. But they're trying anyway. Almost three years ago, the Biden administration illegally spied on our text messages and then leaked the contents to their servants in the news media. They did this in order to stop a Putin interview that we were planning. Last month, we're pretty certain they did exactly the same thing once again. But this time, we came to Moscow anyway. We are not here because we love Vladimir Putin. We are here because we love the United States. And we want it to remain prosperous and free. 
We paid for this trip ourselves. We took no money from any government or group. Nor are we charging people to see the interview. It is not behind a paywall. Anyone can watch the entire thing, shot live to tape and unedited, on our website, TuckerCarlson.com. Elon Musk, to his great credit, has promised not to suppress or block this interview once we post it on his platform, X, and we're grateful for that. Western governments, by contrast, will certainly do their best to censor this video on other less principled platforms because that's what they do. They are afraid of information they can't control. But you have no reason to be afraid of it. We are not encouraging you to agree with what Putin may say in this interview, but we are urging you to watch it. You should know as much as you can. And then, like a free citizen and not a slave, you can decide for yourself. Thanks. Yeah, I mean, I mean how, do you, how do you watch that and think that's unreasonable? Right. Well, I mean, <clears throat> people can. Kremlin cronies, Putin Tucker interview will blow up U.S. elections. Like, they're already on it. They're already what, what on it. What do you mean, it. blow up the elections? Like, they're saying that this is more Russian disinformation and it's going to be election interference. And what, listen, man. They haven't even hold seen on. it. Yeah. Regardless of what anybody says, how. Isn't it reasonable that we should be shown the messages of other leaders when they speak about what's going on in America so that we can see the perspective from the outside? Mm -hmm. That's a reasonable thing. Well, because what does it see in that perspective allow us to do? Well, hold on. We have to we have to we have to recognize that this isn't like the perspective that most Americans have <clears throat> is that we are the greatest country in the world. Everybody else is poor. Everybody else is shit. Everybody else is corrupt. And we're this pure, amazing family that lives on the hill and we're unlike everybody else, which is far from the truth. Yeah. The truth is there's many countries out here that are doing better than us. There's many countries out here who have a better culture than us, who have a better society than us, who have less crime than us, who pay less tax than us, who get along better than us. And people don't really understand what America's role has been for the last hundred years. America's, we do not, we do not mount up with all of our military equipment to all these foreign places to protect democracy or fight for freedom. We go over there for money. All right. When we were in the Middle East, that was about money. When we were in Afghanistan, that was about money. All right, this is not about justice. This is not about freedom. This is not about peace. This is not about protection of the American way of life. This is about corrupt politicians creating wars so that the companies that they're invested in, their stock rises and they make a lot of money and then they get kickbacks from the, the dollars that they send over there to fund these things. That is what this is about. And because most people fail to understand this, they see things like Vladimir Putin as inherently evil. Well, if he was inherently evil, why is it that he's importing Christian families into Russia? Why is it that, you know, we don't get to see anything he says? Like, shouldn't it be a red flag? What, what's the difference between North Korea yeah. not allowing any information in and the United States not allowing any information in? You know, we, we turn our noses at countries like North Korea and say, look at all those guys. They're fucking, they're an idiot. Mm -hmm. Like, they're... Look how they behave towards Kim Jong-un. You know, look how they're, how, how they don't understand what's going on, dude. But the rest of the world looks at us like that. And that's what people are not understanding. The rest of the world looks at us and they say, dude, what are they doing with this trans stuff? What is this? What are you talking? This is crazy. Like we, we are looked at as the clown show of the entire world right now. And historically we have been the iron fist, the military enforcers of NATO and the global alliance to go kick people's asses when they don't fall in line. That's what America's been about. And all these wars and all this shit and all this propaganda they fed us about, you know, going over there and fighting for freedom, that's all bullshit, man. WMDs. Bro, that's all bullshit. And like if you ask, dude, this is this is why a lot of veterans struggle with their service because after they get out they realize holy shit dude i was lied to i was manipulated we did some really bad things I've and they feel friends i've done yeah. bro yeah 
It's, you it's, killed it's, innocent people. It's a hard waking up. Exactly. And like, dude, I'm not faulting any of those people because they didn't know what they were doing. But the truth is, is that we live in a country that's highly censored, that is highly encapsulated in an information bubble where they do not allow us to learn the truth. And them attacking Tucker Carlson for interviewing Putin is just more of that. They're afraid of that. And I'm, I'm, you know, this is dangerous for him to do. Oh, it's super dangerous. Yeah. Super dangerous, man. I but I mean, like dude, how, how, we, you guys can't all sit down and watch a, an interview and, and people will say, well, yeah, he's a liar. Okay, well, Biden's not a liar. Mm-hmm. Any of these people ain't a liar. That's the thing, man. Our, the, most Americans right now, their perception comes from what's being told to them to perceive. Like, yeah. you don't you don't know. He's a liar. Says who? What have you seen? Like, what, what are the facts? What have you seen them say that has been fundamentally a lie? It's not there. And for Putin, there's fucking nothing to see because they don't allow you to see it. They won't even allow. It should be a red flag that they don't even allow what he has to say to be played on our television. That should be a red flag in itself because if he was the tyrant that they claim him to be, then it would be blatantly obvious when he talks to us. Who else would they do that to? They do it to Trump. It's, dude. Let that sink in. Yeah. It's. Figure we get back on the list, you know. Oh, look, we're on the list. (laughs) I mean, it's just, it's, I mean, dude, look at the way they fuck with us, man. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, this is absurd. You can't, you are not allowed to question anything. Otherwise, you're a traitor. You're a threat. You're a domestic terrorist. You're a, you know, you're a, uh. You're something. Yeah, you're an ist yeah. <laughs> or a phobe of some sort. Yeah. Like, no, dude. But we love freedom. Yeah, right, exactly. Freedom, America's free. Yeah. Bullshit, man. Guys, tell us what you guys think on this. I, I, I am. I, I can't wait for it to come out. When is it coming out? They didn't say. And so, I mean, that, that was the, I guess, the ending part of that. It was like uh, uh, the article finishes. It says, the former Fox News star kept his cards close to his chest on Monday after Russian media showed pictures of him at several spots around Moscow, including at a box at the Bolshoi, I'm sure I'm fucking that up. I'm sorry. sorry, Putin. Um, theater and eating at a hotel. Um, but yeah, so so uh, when asked if he was in Moscow to interview Putin, Carlson said, "We'll see," and he smiled. Um, so yeah, there's no official date about when it's going to be released. I'd imagine it'd be you know probably within the next month. I would assume. Um, you it's going to blow up the election. You mean it's going to blow up your narrative about the election? Is <laughs> exactly. that what you mean? Exactly, because the the, the elections... Is this going to yeah, be Russian right. misinformation, like the Trump-Russia collusion misinformation? Right. Where Hillary Clinton uh, directed Christopher Steele to make up a dossier that implicated Trump and Russia, which was completely manufactured, and then talked about for seven fucking years while you destroyed the cultural relationship between the left and the right and divided everybody? Is it that kind of misinformation? Is it the kind of misinformation where you talk about all this crazy shit that was just completely made up for political gain and then she gets to ignore her like she did it? Like this woman's still on TV talking mad shit. Marking orders. Yeah, like she didn't even do this. Like, oh, they don't care. And dude, the problem is, is the people that support her, they don't care. No. They no, don't she, care. She could do no wrong. Right, these people don't care. They don't care. You know, at least the people who like, like for my for me, I can look at Donald Trump and be like, I don't like that. Mm-hmm. I don't like that. I don't like that. Those are things I don't like, but I do like this and I like this. Why can't we all critically examine the people that we, you know, look at? Why can't why do we have to have this cult mentality where everything that Donald Trump says has to be true? Everything that Biden and the media and Hillary Clinton and company, all these people, Obama, everything they say is true. Like, why can't we have honest assessments? Why can't we do that? Yeah. And it's because they constantly play on our emotions and divide us around cultural and racial lines through identity politics, which eliminates our ability to converse and come to any conclusion. You know, they stress us out. They they make life hard. Dude, when everybody's struggling and the economy's terrible, it becomes much harder to identify why, because you're so worried about trying to get by that you can't really put the pieces together. And you got to make sure you're using the right pronouns. Yeah, dude. Yeah. Trying to call the shit out. This is about this is about making life in America so difficult that you can't even resist because you're so busy trying to survive. 
Yeah. And it's all intentional, dude. Yep. It's all intentional. Like what what the American economy is feeling right now and the the American middle class is feeling, they have to understand. This was intentionally manufactured to produce the result that you're experiencing. Not like actually. When they when they yeah. when they closed the country during COVID, but they left open all the megacorps, okay, that are that are that donate billions of dollars a year to political causes. And paid very little tax, and but they closed all the mom and pop, middle class, middle sized small businesses. They closed all those. Do you think that was an accident? That was intentional. Do you think it's an? Do you think it's an accident that they moved from Afghanistan to Ukraine to now the Middle East, and they want to print trillions of dollars over and over and over again? Do you think that's an accident or do you think that they're trying to devalue your purchasing power to make life even harder on you so you can't call out what the fuck is actually happening? You understand? These people are manufacturing crisis so people can't resist what their agenda is. And that's been going on for years and years and years and years and years. They want it harder on you. They want you to suffer more. They do not intend to fix the border. They intend to increase the border as much as possible. This is the literal destruction of this country, and nobody's fucking talking about it. People are talking about bits and pieces of it, but they're not talking about the big picture. And we're living in it right now. And everybody's just like, oh, it'll get better. This is the normal ebbs and flows of politics. No, it isn't. It is not the normal ebbs and flows. We are not in a normal political cycle. If you think that your head is in the sand or up your ass, you can choose which one. Like this is not normal. It's not normal for grown adults to be giving kids puberty blockers. It's not normal for grown adults to allow a four-year-old to decide what the fuck they are, gender-wise. Or what they want to be. It's not normal yeah. for men to be in women's sports. And then you have all the feminists who claim to be feminists who won't even speak out about it. Bro, we don't have a backbone in this country anymore, and that's the biggest problem. And until we find it, the abuse is going to continue. And it's it very can, frustrating, no, we'll and it's very dangerous. It's going to get harder because they're not letting up. No, they're accelerating because they understand that we see what's happening. There's enough people that see what's happening yep. that they can't be slick about it anymore. So now it's going to be by force. Now it's going to be full throttle. They, we don't care if they see us full throttle. Look at the press briefings from KJP, bro. She goes up there every day and blatantly fucking lies. Blatantly lies. Blatantly. Like, it doesn't, it doesn't matter how much you hate Donald Trump. You can look at that woman and tell that she is lying about shit. You see what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And until people are honest with themselves about what's going on and stop, like, hating one side so bad that you can't identify the truth. This is very dangerous for people, individuals, and not not just one side. It's dangerous for all people. It's dangerous for every regular American citizen that exists in this country. Yeah, guys, jump in on this conversation down in the comments. Let us know what you guys think. Uh, that being said, man, let's get to our final segment of the show. As always, we have thumbs up or dumb as fuck. This is where we bring a headline up. We talk about it. It'll get one of those uh, two options. So with that being said, our thumbs up or dumb as fuck headline reads, UFC fighter Renato Moicano calls on Americans to go to church, respect the law. Something is wrong in America. Huh. This, I thought this was a great video. Uh, let's dive into this. So UFC fighter Renato Moicano was so jazzed up after winning his fight at UFC Vegas 85 on Saturday that he could not hide his enthusiasm for America, the police, and following the law in a post-fight interview in the ring. Moicano grabbed the mic as it was still held by ringside reporter Daniel Cormier, uh, a former fighter himself, and told the audience that he was soon to become a naturalized American citizen. Here's the clip. You know another thing? I love America, you know? I'm not American, but I will be. My green card is three years. In two years, I will be a American. And after I'm done with fighting, I will serve on the police officer. I want to be a SWAT team, and I want to kill the bad guys. Make no mistake. That is right, and that is wrong. And people are forgetting about that. People are going crazy. That's why I, I want more kids. I want people to go to the church. I want people to respect the law. Otherwise, this great country in the world is going to be a third world country. And I don't want that. 
Fuck yeah. yeah. I love it. Yeah, I love it. Bro, he's completely correct. You know why? Because he probably comes from a country that's experienced this. That's actually secretly my only hope about these, about the migrants. Enough of it. Is that they can come here and they can recognize holy, because like, dude, we're seeing headlines like that, right? Mm-hmm. I saw a number of headlines uh, over the last six months or so where migrants have come here and they're, they want to go back because they're like, bro, this isn't what we were sold. Mm-hmm. This is just like where we came from. It's on the downfall. In fact, we're going to go through the same thing we went through there. So, you know, my only hope for a lot of these migrants is that they recognize, because like, dude, but I don't know if it's going to happen because we have people who are calling for mass deportation like me because these people shouldn't be here. They really shouldn't. Regardless if they're good or bad or whatever, they should come through the actual entrance. You use the right entrance, guys. Just go back out, make a left. That's it. And apply, go through the, go through the process. And dude, I I wish we had, dude, if... If I'll be real. Him? Hold on, bro. If this guy, if he, if if ten million migrants came and they were that, cool, bro, I'd be okay with that. But cool. that's not what's going on. You see what I'm saying? It's not the truth. It's not the truth. I do love him for it. I man. do. I I do too. Yeah. And I I I love that he loves this country. A lot of the guys, you know, like my man right here, Madat and Zeeshan, and the guys who come from other places. Joe. <laughs> Joe comes from fucking Lime, bro. <laughs> that's not another country. I thought you were, well, I mean, depending on who you yeah. ask, you kind of No, it ain't. <laughs> you just think it is because you ain't white trash, bro. That's right, okay, yeah. that's what it is. Yeah. Us white trash, we fit, right? We, that's a whole continent That's right, we, me, bro. We, we love it over there. <laughs> Lee May is a fucking shit, bro. Isn't it, Joe? Lee May and Afton, man. You can't even say that with a straight face. No, it is, bro. You repping Lee May? They got great restaurants. That's a good culture. Everybody's cool. They'll beat your ass if you get out of line. <laughs> Don't fuck with Lee May. That's a fact. But anyway, my point is, is that like this is not what we're getting mm-hmm. we're getting people who are coming from other countries who are anti-american who are criminal who are military age males looking for an excuse to get in the country and cause havoc and crime and we're witness and people say well how do you know okay well let's look at europe what's going on in europe you see what i'm saying yeah so i love this i mean this is thumbs up for me i fucking yeah this guy's yeah. cool man he's but, cool I mean, he wasn't looking too good after that fight, but uh, yeah, I got the, got the, got it right there. He won. High. He won, right? It was by decision. So, well, but uh, yeah, man, thumbs up to uh, Ernato. Yeah, thumbs up, man. Well, guys, Andy, more, more American men should be saying that message, yeah, like sure. like all you guys. Anyway, yeah, well, guys, Andy, that's all I got. All right, guys, don't be a hoe. Show the show. Sleeping on the floor, now my jewelry box froze. Fuck a bowl, fuck a stove, counted millions in the cold. Bad bitch, booted swole, got her on bankroll. Can't fold, does a no headshot, case closed.